Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my God, it's another episode of the House of Pride Show live from San Francisco. And I am one happy camper this this here DJ Tweaker Turner because I have my lovely co-host, Pearl T. She is back in the house. I'm back. Yes, indeed. Welcome, Pearl. Folks, don't go anywhere. We're going to be back with some fabulous local guests. They're going to tell us all about what they're up to. We'll be right back. Enjoy the music. It was Sylvester's birthday. Happy birthday, Sylvester. We love you.
All right, folks listening to us, welcome. Welcome to another episode of the House of Pride show live from San Francisco. I'm Tweeka Turner. And I'm Pearl T. And Salvador Bull, your emperor. All right. And we already have one of our guests in the house. Who we have, Pearl? We have Eve from over from UCSF. We have the fabulous. <laughs> Go ahead, girl. Hey, everyone. My name is Michael Rodriguez. Hey, Hi, Michael. Michael. Hey, welcome to the House of Pride show. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're wearing a big, big smile there today. Totally. <laughs> so, Tweeka. Yes, ma'am. Girl. It's been a pretty minute. It's been a minute. Look at you transforming. Oh, my God. Look how beautiful you look, Pearl Oh, Tees. God. Thanks, in, Tweeka. It's, it's too hot to try to look pretty today. It's so 90 degrees here in San Francisco. <laughs> the one day of the year that it's actually hot today. Yeah, they tried me today, girl. They said, I was going to try to be cute today, and... Enjoy the radio gig again. Just well, it's kidding. great to have you back. Folks listening to us out there, we want you to be a part of our show today. So why don't you call us? And uh, if you have questions for Pearl, for Michael Rodriguez, or for me or Salvador Rabo, call us at 415-550-0511. Again, that's 415-550-0511. Don't be shy. So, uh, Pearl, you invited Michael. Uh, right, let's Michael get into it. is here from UCSF. Um, what is the name? Michael's here with what's the name of your organization, Bo? So, I work at the 360 Wellness Center, and it works with the clinic with um, HIV positive individuals, as well as working with PrEP and a little bit of everything. Um, we offer HIV primary care and specialty care, social work, case management, benefits counseling. Hold on, girl. <laughs> so, <laughs> Let me get my notepad out. Right, exactly. <laughs> so you work for, the name of the organization is? Uh, the 360 Wellness Center. The 360 Wellness Center. And where is that located? So we're located on Parnassus at UCSF campus. Okay, okay. and then, okay. Uh, who, would want, who would want to come there? Like, what's it all about? So basically, I run um, the prep, I'm prep coordinator. So anyone who's looking for prep, they come see me and everything like that. And it's basically just, you know, seeing where the client's at and helping them where they're at and having them, helping them get access to PrEP. So you're a PrEP advocate? More or less, yeah. More like the coordinator and everything, and yeah. how long have you been with them so far? I started in July. So oh, very right. recently. Yes. So it's a prep revolution, ladies and gentlemen, listening <laughs> to us. Some of you are like, prep? What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, P-R-E-P. P-R-E-P. The easiest way to say it, and I don't know if this is politically correct, but it's like birth control for HIV. That's the best way I can describe it for people to understand. Pearl, did you hear that? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> you know I'm down for any birth control, but I have my tubes tied at 18. But <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So on a serious note, so PrEP is this new, it's almost, almost like a wonder drug because what does it do? It so, is the, PrEP is the pre-phase of PEP, which is the post-exposure prophylaxis pill. Um, which is to, if you take it, the PrEP pill is, I guess, I'm assuming, to prevent you from getting it before you come into contact with the virus. Correct, yeah. Now tell us a little <laughs> bit how you guys use PrEP, or what it is that you guys do with PrEP. Yeah, so at the clinic, <clears throat> um, there's a program SHIP, which is Sexual Health Improvement Program, and basically anyone who wants to come in and take PrEP, you know, they come in, we um, do an intake, we see if, you know, it's a good fit, and then we go from there. I help clients connect to benefits, um, help them get their lab work done, and, you know, just to kind of ensure that they're going through the process and check, touching base with them, make sure everything's good. What are some of the qualifications? Um, so for that, typically, you know, if someone's having unprotected sex or multiple sex partners, um, that's typically it. You know, if someone's in a HIV negative, HIV positive relationship, then that's also another way to look into it. Um, so I have some medical providers who, you know, have exposure to it, you know, for PEP. So since they have so many constant 
instances they go on PrEP to prevent going on PEP. So mm -hmm. it's all over the board. It depends on the person. Oh, I, I've never heard of PEP. Uh, now, PEP, I have actually a lot, like mo many, 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 many years ago, I had a scare and I was on PEP and Lord Jesus, those side effects are no joke, um, but totally worth it. Um, mm -hmm. What are some of the side effects of PrEP? So everyone's a little bit different. Some people have nausea, <clears throat> some people um, have upset stomach, um, some people don't have any you know, symptoms at all. It just really depends on the person. All right. So uh, it's everywhere, the advertisement for PrEP. The, uh, you, you get a sense that San Francisco wants everyone who's eligible to be on the one-a-day PrEP. Now, why, why is that? Is this, are you, do you guys just take San Francisco? Um, at our clinic, no. Anyone from who can access us and get to us, they're more than welcome to come to the clinic for PrEP. And yes. yeah, San Francisco has a goal for everyone, you know, for um, no HIV infections, and PrEP is a good tool into that, into helping, you know, along with condoms and everything, communicating, getting tested and everything. It's another tool, it's another kit in the tool belt. How long, oh, go ahead, uh, Salvador. Now, some people have talked about PrEP and saying, okay, because I'm on PrEP now, that doesn't mean I have to use any protection. What is your recommendation on that? Um, for me, I always tell people, be prepared for the consequences and the actions that come with Because, I'm, girl, that does not protect you from any of the other STDs you yes, can have. STDs! Thank you, exactly. yes. Exactly. That's true. But the way I, I, the way I handle it is, you know, I work with the client or the person and see where they're at, what they're comfortable risk-taking, and support them in that. Yeah. Right, you don't want to catch a gun on her for syphilis, girl. That's not cute. <laughs> Ouch. That's not cute at all. Yeah. Now, now the pill, it's one a day, it's a blue pill. Yes. Um, now, I've heard, too, some things about people, like, um, doubling their doses and so forth. So if they think they're going to be, like, whores that weekend Joseph. or something, they try to... Only in what? your circle, Salvador. I, well, <laughs> it's a big circle, Jesus. girl. It's a big realm. <laughs> but they playing. talk about that. And, and so I, I just wanted to know what, what information we can provide our, user, our listeners here as to double dosing is it good is it bad is it something recommended well i always tell people try to keep it once a day you know a normal rhythm and i think what you're referring what you're referring to is disco dosing or the truvada whore that you know correct all oh everything. lord <laughs> that, 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 my new drag mess. name truvada more that is such a mess <laughs> But, you know, <laughs> yeah, I just tell people, you know, do what works for them, but there's the recommendations and the guidelines to do that. But, again, you know... Can you overdose? I mean, if would you hurt your liver if you took, like, three of those damn things? That I'm not too sure, so I'm not going to say yes or no, but I do know I that our sure. clinic, we do, um, every three months, we do blood work to ensure mm -hmm. that someone's mm -hmm. HIV negative, uh, everything's good, the liver, and um, also the syphilis <laughs> test as well. So now if someone was, were, was interested, what would they have to do? So the best thing to do is to give me a call. Is it okay to plug my number right here? Do it. Okay, yes. So oh, yeah, please do. Area code mm. 415-353-3496. That is my direct number. And that's 415-353-3496. Did you write that down, Pearl? Did I write it? Girl, I'm just good with numbers. <laughs> <laughs> now, tell us where your office is if they wanted to. Can, they do walk, can you guys do walk-ins? So when it comes to actually doing prep, there is no walk-ins. But when it comes to getting the process started, there's plenty of walk-ins coming yeah. in. I highly recommend calling because I'm always out in the field doing different things. And I always want to ensure that I give the most time as appropriate. But yeah, once you come in, um, I'll connect with you, see where you are with your health insurance. And then um, start the process and taking someone in. How much does prep cost? Can you get it for free? So for that, it's all over the board, depending upon their insurance. Some mm -hmm. people covers it all, some's not. So that one, there's a really clear-cut answer. I but feel like the city should just give it out for free if they want a zero HIV transmission rate. I, well, not just San Francisco, but grow the world. I know, right? Girl, just pass yeah. it on out. 
And um, I think uh, Scott Weiner was open about being on prep. If I'm not. If I'm not oh really? Well, with the name thinking. like that, he better be. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. Now, girl, give us the website, um, just in case somebody wants to. Um, if you, out if you want, if, if you've been inspired by our little chat today, go right now and sign up for your daily doses of prep. What's the website, Bo? Um, let's see. I have over here. I have the Facebook. I can look up the That's exact fine. website. Oh. Yeah, so we're at facebook.com backslash UCSF 360. What just text Michael? All right. <laughs> Check them out at facebook.com forward slash. Are you one of the UCSF faces of prep? You're so handsome. I feel like I've seen you in, on the, the uh, prep billboards in the subway. Uh, probably not on the billboards, but probably other places. <laughs> I recognized him. Really? Where? Salvador? He has too much clothing on there right now. Oh. Oh, I can't. This is why I left y'all. <laughs> Pearl's like, why did it's I come back? <laughs> on a hot day. <laughs> why did I come back? But, anyway, girl. You know. So tell us about, you said you did more field activities. So tell us about some of the day-to-day activities in, in the field, what that means, what that term is. Okay, so my position's kind of split up. I'm the prep coordinator. Coordinator, outreach coordinator, and peer advocate, and part of the other services that we offer at the clinic is um, wraparound multidisciplinary services. Ooh. And basically, long story short, we work with um, the primary care providers, the doctors at our clinic, and the social work component, which is me. And then, you know, we basically, like where we triage, we try to ensure there's wraparound services, so the primary care provider knows what's going on. And that was wraparound, not reach around. Uh, <laughs> I heard wraparound, and I was thinking of some thoughts, just like yes. you, Salvador. Yes, but my day is random. You know, sometimes I'll be doing um, outreach, sometimes I'll be at meetings, sometimes I'll be helping escorting clients to certain appointments. So it just really depends on the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. I know that you said that um, it depends on your insurance. So is it? Are people that don't have insurance are like a steady source of like income discouraged to not come to your pro check out your program um unfortunately for my clinic you do need to have insurance but mm-hmm. with that we i connect people to get the insurance you know whether oh, it's benefits counseling or anything yeah you know our and you know the thing is too if our clinic can't help then i'll refer somewhere else out because you know my main goal is to ensure the client gets what they're looking for yeah. y'all better work mm-hmm. so if you don't got insurance girl that's good enough go and get you some insurance come mm-hmm. check them out yeah. facebook.com forward slash ucsf 360 I, I wonder i feel like there's an avenue for uh, for the poor. Oh, the phone's ringing. Uh, let me put the ring on for the next call. Let's go see. Yeah. Take a call, Michael. Uh, hello, House of Pride Radio, live on the air. Who's speaking, please? Yeah, hi. Yeah, yeah. Girl, I can't hear you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, Amelia and Moreau. Can you hear us? I can hear you. Hey, girl. How are hi. you? Good, how are you? <laughs> Good. Well, we're talking with Michael Rodriguez about prep. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about prep? What'd she say? I haven't had too much experience with it other than I take it. You know, they say it's really good for preventing you from getting, um, well, my knowledge about it is that they see just, um, you just take it once a day and it prevents you from getting, you know, you know, they said they could be virus. And um, I know it doesn't prevent you from getting any other sexual transmitted diseases, but it prevents you from getting back. Now, um, I actually do agree with it, but my concern for PrEP is that, is it 100% effective, you know? Good question, Amelia. Michael? The question was, what percentage is it? Is it 100% effective? Um, Just like with everything, nothing is 100% effective. I can't hear you guys. It's, It's really... 
can't hear you. Hold on, girl. Hold it. Hold on. Go ahead, Michael. Use this one because that one is. Well, just like, yeah, just like with everything, nothing in life's 100%. But what we can yeah. do is we can help work with, you know, people taking um, the adherence, taking it, you know. What I like to do is I like to tell clients, what is it you do every day? Like, for example, do you, you know, hopefully you brush your teeth. If that's the case, put the pill bottle next to the bathroom by there and, you know, make that routine and everything. And I feel um, that. Pick up love, I can't hear you. <laughs> it's not a hundred percent. What is it? Is it ninety-five percent? I don't know the exact numbers, unfortunately. <laughs> I feel like it's high, though. It is, yeah. I mean, it should be pretty high, but the thing is, like I'm saying, what is the percentage of, you know, um, of it being effective? You know what I mean? Girl, I don't think that number is public. Yeah, for that, I always uh, recommend yeah. going to cdc.gov, looking oh, okay. up there. So they have the best okay. information. Yeah. I guess. I, I asked that question at a city at the city um, health clinic, and they said uh, that it's pretty effective. Like, like, like. Yeah, I mean, my doctor said it's pretty effective as well. But it's just you know, you know, with anything that you take and you yeah. orally, you have to really um, do your research on it because you never know what you're taking. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. they said, it's good for you, but who says it's not good for you? You know what I mean? Girl, right. You can take it, but yet it's not. Yeah, so, I, I think my, so my best advice to anyone, especially who's real skeptical about it, is girl, wrap it up, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Still wear a condom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's tempting not to, I must say, if you're taking prep. I do. I hear you, Pearl, but the thing is that people do, yes, I use concerts, I have um, sexual intercourse too, but the thing is like, Who's to say these guys are not really trying to be, who could trust these guys? You know what I mean? Like, who say that you try to go there and you wear a condom, you think you put on a condom and he really does it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. gotta be, you just gotta be cautious and who you with and know your partner. Right. Yeah, and I right. think I think you got it on the nail. I think it's the, the do not change your habits. So if you go on it exactly. on prep, you yes. still continue the habits that you have. You're just oh, yes. increasing the likelihood of not contracting anything because you're still practicing exactly. safe. Or if, if you're and if you I are. Feel, exactly. So I can knock on wood like right now and say live on radio or anything. I've never had STD, and I'm really happy about that. <laughs> just okay, world. She's just put it out there. <laughs> STD free, yeah. And that's a small miracle after performing at Balance Wall. I'm just saying. Oh, especially with them splits. You know, she be no real talk. I think that you know, if you basically just take some classes, stick yourself. And I'm not saying like if. You know, something happened and some slip up and I, you know, I end up getting it. I mean, I would not be as afraid as most people because as of today, we have the, 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 the way the medicine is evolving. And we, the way the medicine is evolving today is that we live longer lives. You know what I mean? Like you live long, healthy lives. And I'll be able to success if I had a fight then, you know, is what it is, you know? Mm -hmm. I think some people now, I have a couple, group of friends who have it. I'm not going to name anything, but... They are really terrified right now. You know what I mean? They're terrified. Like, oh my God, I'm gonna die. Oh my God, I'm gonna die. Oh my God. Oh my God, nobody's gonna love me. Like, get over that. Once they get over that fear, they're gonna be realize that they're happy and they're gonna be happy and they can live a long, healthy life. Like, yeah, and I person. think, Amelia, that's a great point because I think things have changed. I remember growing up and, and it was the fear, right? Like, oh, oh yeah, my gosh, if you get HIV or if you get AIDS, yeah. you're just gonna die. Like, it was just this yeah, big. Yeah, and girl, you, look at Magic Johnson. Mm -hmm. Girl, I don't know, Annie. Oh, I know her all. Right. She had it for the longest. Back when there wasn't a lot of drug options. Exactly. 
Now there was there was an article that I read about somebody here in San Francisco, and I believe I forgot his name. I mean, he's part of either the Imperial or the Ducal Court, but he has gone and he's been taking, um, I guess, the medicines for for HIV, and he's gone virtually undetected now. And so there's a big oh, study wow. on him. I forgot the d- gentleman's name, but a huge my roommate. Oh, okay, <laughs> Lewis. Okay. It's a small Lewis. world. Got it. Yeah, yeah. I just read the article about it, and, and it was phenomenal. I was like, wow, right, Lewis. It's right. Yeah, I think that's... You know that's... the funniest, too? Like, I'm, my, uh, I'm in a Salvador. I'm in a house, But um, it, just, it just really just lightened up my day because, like, my friend um, Al in St. Louis, Missouri, he contracted HIV when he was 16. Wow. 16 mm. years old. And oh. he's now 50. Still 50. Still living, kicking, driving. He's a physical therapist. He's living his life and everything. It's amazing how well he's served himself. Five and zero. You, 16, he was back in the day where... You know, it was very where people was like dying when they get it. People die really quick. You know what I mean? They have the medicine that we have that people have today. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. But okay, moving on. <laughs> Girl, where where are you calling us from? Are you sitting by a poolside? Um, no, I'm actually sitting down because my head is actually starting to hurt because um, I tried to drink wine for the first time and I'm weak because I haven't drink anything in a week. I haven't been out inside of my house in a week, so my eye is still swollen. I was going to ask you about that. I'll go ahead. You can ask me anything. So, so for those of you, okay, girl, I see you. Okay, so for those of you that follow Amelia Monroe on Facebook now, um, God, you can't get word in Pearl. <laughs> girl, girl, you don't let me ask the question. Uh-uh, uh-uh, let me say it right now because people think I got beat up. I did not. <laughs> She's so chained to the eagle. Basically, <laughs> what happened is I woke up on after um, before Sunday on Sunday morning before balance swap. I had my head was folded shut, but I didn't know what was going on. So basically, when I woke up, I it went down a little bit for some ice on. It went down. I came to the show. Obviously, Suika, you see me there. Mm-hmm. I did the show. I put makeup over it to cover it up. And I got home. Oh my god! I put the, it was like swollen. And I took the makeup off, and I, I was like, I can't deal with this. So I was in excruciating pain. So I went to the doctor, and actually the emergency room, and they basically said I have a cornea um, ulcer, mm. which is an eye infection of the eye. Something dirty gum. I said, yeah, of course, something dirty gum. I, I put next in my eye. Hello. I won't go there. She didn't get an STD, <laughs> but she got a dirty eye there. I got an STD. I got something in my eye. Hmm. I wonder where you. They're throwing more than dollars up in there. (laughs) Girl, you nasty. (laughs) Um, So everything is good now. I have a. um, I had an amazing doctor, and he gave me some really good meds. So now my eyes, you see, it's not red anymore. It's Mm -hmm. open wide. Um, Only thing is now is just a puffness, and it should be going down before this weekend. So I'm actually happy about that. Speaking of which, we'll see you this weekend over at Balançoire. You'll see, yes, because I'll be at Balançoire. Oh, my God, I have a busy, speaking of busy. Oh. So, Saturday oh. night <laughs> at Divas. Okay. I have to go home, get some rest, wake up. I have to be open. I'm one of the headliners at Oakland Pride. I go on Oakland the first Pride. one. I do Open Pride, then I leave there and go straight to Balançoire. So, I'm rushing. I've already been faced in costume. Oh. I leave there, go home, do the show there, leave there, and go home. I have to get ready for an Oakland because I have an event to do in Oakland and then I have to get ready because I'll be back here because I have a show at Bow at night oh I didn't hear yeah. that last part what she said she'll be at Bow <laughs> that oh, okay. evening 
You are touring the Bay Area, girl. Well, girl, I'm also performing at Balançoire this Saturday. So wow. I'll, I mean Sunday. So I'll see you there. You see where um where um Pearl is? All right, because you perform me at Balançoire, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I love uh, when you guys just perform. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> I said, "Duh, Bridget, I just seen the flyers." Yes, ma'am. <laughs> We're gonna rock the house. We're gonna shake the house. But what is some other topics that we're talking about? Is that it or? Girl, the show just started. Yeah, girl. girl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I cannot wait to get healed and see you guys there on Wednesday. I cannot. You're gonna make it in next Wednesday, I hope. I'm gonna see you on Wednesday. Yes. All right. I was sickening. If I if I'm not healed up, I wear sunglasses. Boom. I want to be there. <laughs> All right. Delicious, yeah. All right. So th- we're going to take short music break. I'm going to dedicate this song to you and Pearl, the two divas Aww. of our uh, of our team, okay? Oh, Amelia, get you. well, honey. We're going to see you real soon. Yes, thank you. Clean that eye, guys. honey. Love you, honey. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 <laughs> Love Bye. her. Bye. She aimed wrong. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Be right back. So water, boy, your oh boy, it's good to know ya. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. It's your primitive and wet yet. It's your primitive and wet yet. If you got a big, let me search it. To find out how hard I gotta work ya. It's your primitive and wet yet. It's your primitive and wet yet. All right, coming on back live, House of Pride Radio, Tweaker Turner. Yes, Salvadorable. Pearl T. And our fabulous guest, Michael Rodriguez. Welcome. Hey, thank you. And who do we have new in our so, studio, so girl? Just fresh out the green room, we brought in the fabulous Marcy Playground. Hey, hey, hey Marcy. What's going on, girl? Drag a mic over to your mouth, girl. You know how to stick <laughs> mics in. <laughs> it, it's a, uh, it's, it's loud. I think okay. uh, it's a new mic at least. That's a, I know. that's a step up it's here. Sickening, I think. What's going on with you, Marcy? Uh, nothing much. Uh, trying to keep busy. All right, well. This weekend or whatnot. You look great, girl. How's it, how's it been going? Uh, pretty good. I have to go to the hospital tomorrow. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, they want to uh, drain some blood for me. My blood's too thick. Uh-oh. Wow. I'm native. Hey. Too, too much butter? What? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> too much butter. Okay. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to drain some blood from you, like any particular part of your body, or just a general drain? 
Uh, general drain. They said that my blood's too thick, so they they want to thin it out. Uh huh. Are they going to put something back in its place or? Um, not that I know of. Okay. Not yet. Now, you I'm know. still working on all that stuff. All right, girl. Now, you are part native. What what tribe? I am 25% Mandan and 25% uh, Arikara from North Dakota. North Dakota, not too far away. Say it again, speak North Dakota. <laughs> Say Dakota again. Dakota. Oh, you switched it up. <laughs> I'm on to you. <laughs> I know how you roll sometimes. No, I don't. Um... So, in, now, Marcy wanted to bring up something political, I think, today. Oh. Yeah. Go for it, girl. Are you texting? What no, are you I'm doing? I'm going to turn on my phone <laughs> so I can read the article. All right. So, uh, this article is coming from the um, Tell as Sure, T-E-L-E-S-U-R dot net. Um, they're a broadcast um, TV, uh, it says. Um, GS4 is one of the people that... Um, provide security uh, for the oil company that's um, building, trying to build a pipeline in North Dakota approximately uh, 1.4 miles away from uh, the water sources that we have up there. And is that part of your tribe? It's, uh, well, all North Dakota's like uh, family. Mm -hmm. uh, we're separated uh, to, into two, res well, more than two reservations, but um, we're basically all friend, uh, family of the Sioux. Uh, there's different dimensions like Mandan, uh, branches like Mandan, Rikara, uh, Hindusa, um, Lakota. There's, uh, yeah, it's just fragmented down to t different tribes. Basically different towns. We have um, actually a Mato uh, town. Um, there's, there's several uh, towns, well, everything. Dakota is um, Mandan for, um, I believe it's uh, water, water world. Or I believe got, got you. And, yeah. and in fact, water is one of the main issues and sticking points with tribe versus uh, the development of this pipeline that they want to uh, build. Well, uh, what's going on right now is that there's been leaks and um, explosions going on around um, a lot of oil companies. Uh, there was just a major explosion killing 10 camp uh, site people in New Mexico. Okay, um, and, and also polluting water probably, yeah. drinking water that people rely on. So the folks are all up and all, uh, you know, all angry and, and uh, they want it to stop, basically. Yeah, so it, right now um, is the gathering of, uh, there is approximately 4,000 indigenous people that have congregated on uh, and around the pipeline that's in question. This is going on right now. Right now in North Dakota. Yeah, in fact, I saw I saw some articles about people people protesting out there, and there's the big um, the trucks that are just going through and, and bulldozing their way into clearing the area for the pipeline. Um, as that happened the other day, they uh, they dug up human remains and artifacts um, that were not previously known because we weren't allowed to survey the land before. Um, before the oil company came in. Got so it. did the government, like, how is it, where are we at with the government's uh, role in this? The government, from what I know right now, is that um, they, uh, there is a temporary halt on construction um, in that particular area, but across the highway, they're still uh, doing construction. And once uh, they get the clearance, they're gonna connect the two pipelines. And it, it's also going underneath the river 
So if there's anything that happens, um, it'll definitely go into. The, and that's the, scary. The if you think about it, if that's your, if you live there, and you know, do you want oil seeping into the water? They say it's never going to happen, but it always happens. You can never say that. In Detroit, now Detroit doesn't yeah. have clean drinking water because of the pollution that's happened up there and the misguidance of um, the waterways. So we're trying to protect that from happening to our... There's a great video circulating right now on Facebook where they actually stopped the, um, the machinery and right. the, the uh, security guards in their tracks with, just with human power and a couple of horses and some sticks and a lot of just, you know, anger. And it was a front that stopped, retreated the bulldozers, which is... You know, what is it? Goliath versus G G4S. Yes, back G4S. Go back to where you came from. They're actually from the United Kingdom. They're a foreign entity entering by the paid uh, oil company that's paid them to suppress us and to try to silence us. Does this hit home close to your heart being? Yeah, especially hearing that uh, 30 people have been pepper sprayed and six people have been injured uh, in dog attacks. The, the guards have leashed, unleashed dogs on the people, and I've seen the injuries from a couple of the postings, and it's pretty horrific. It, they go huge bite marks on Native American entities. Mm-hmm. And there's we're gathering from all the way from, uh, there was just last night, I believe, that uh, people, the Mayan people from South America came up in solidarity. So when you, on a personal level, when you look into the future, what is a solution? A solution is that uh, we need to provide better uh, alternatives, wind power, uh, water power. I mean, they could build a general, well, I wouldn't want that either um, because it has environmental effects and it it also uh, causes flooding. Mm-hmm. And that w- would destroy a lot of the land too. Now a lot of this already went through, right? So there was legal um, le- legal issues with it, but it's gone through, it's passed, and so somebody obviously has said, "Go for it, continue." Uh, what's how, if somebody wants to listen in and that are, that are listening right now and want to take action? What are some recommendations or some sites that you feel that they can go to? Um, there was well, everything's hashtag N O D P L or D A P L. That's N. N-O-D-A-P-L, which is uh, no for the Dakota pipeline. Okay. Um, I know that's one of the hashtags, but um, there's a lot of uh, Native American um, websites. Um, I'm not, I didn't really look at which ones those were. Is there anything we can do, like, to call our senators, or is there any, like, political activism that's going on right now? Um, we're trying to get Obama uh, to recognize what's going on. Um, there was a statement that was just um, up, um, but I didn't get a chance to read it yet. Um, mostly, um, uh, Sacred Stone Camp, um, hashtag Sacred Stone Camp is one of the hashtags that um, the, the tribe has uh, set up um, people are providing uh, water and um, uh, it's it's I they're preparing they're trying to prepare for winter because um, they're gonna be up there trying to uh, counteract everything that's going on uh, till January it's supposed to be done 
Got it. And and again, for those of you that are listening that haven't seen or heard anything about this, there's a lot of video that's out on YouTube right now. A lot of Facebook information that's showing these um, these these bulldozers going through and these people. I, it kind of reminded me of like I think it was back in Vietnam, or there was a, there's a scene where there's this one individual that's standing right in front of a. a big tank and like that made a big mark and in, in, I forgot which war and I, I'm ashamed of myself for not knowing that but that symbolized a big movement of that one person could block a whole army of of these tanks that were coming through to 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 this war and I think that's just, that's the same call to action that you guys have right now is that there's a pipe going through really close to a big a large source of water that's that's dependent on your people and that people need to take action or to be aware of it House of Pride Radio, you're live on the air. All right, hello. Hi, who is this? Hello, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, who's this on the call? This is Era Amaya, your princess of San Francisco. Hey, Era. So, Era Amaya, she is she is the Imperial Crown Princess of San Francisco for the Imperial Court. How are you, girlfriend? I'm good. I'm currently at the Muni right now, having a fabulous time. <laughs> good, 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 good. Yeah. So we, so you've got some events coming up here while your while your papa's away. I'll be going out to <laughs> D.C. this weekend for the for the Washington D.C. coronation. So shout out to my brothers and sisters out there who will um, be part of that festival this weekend. But tell tell the uh, tell our listeners what you'll be doing this weekend while Daddy's away. All right. What? So what's going to happen this weekend is our monthly court fundraiser under the uh, United Court of Love and Friendship of the Imperial Court of San Francisco, and we'll be having our fabulous fundraiser at the Bow from four to seven. That's this Saturday, so don't miss it. <laughs> so the theme is fiesta. So come in your festive outfits and. Yeah, come come have fun with us. The first yeah. Awesome, Cisip weather. So that's again, that's from four to seven this weekend on uh, on Saturday at Bow, and the that's theme right. is the is fiesta. So we'll have a lot of opportunities. So for those of you who want to perform this weekend, come out, bring some some glorious stuff on, bring some I don't know some menudo or something, and come out there with some <laughs> Latin flavor. And that's right over. That's right. I won't say the heart of the Castro at 2344 Market Street. Yeah, they've been a really good supporter for the Imperial Court and actually for the whole community. We get a chance to, usually from four to seven to raise awareness and raise money for the community. And I just wanted to give a shout out to to Bo. Like they've been really supportive not only through our reign but the last two or three. We've consistently yeah, had an event there. They're wonderful. I just performed for Project Gender Blur, Gender Blur there a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that's right. Um, that was wonderful. Yeah, so we had a great time there. In fact, Gender Blur was amazing. That was one of the first times, and Era, you were there as well. That was one of the first times that I've seen many in many areas of our community together for one purpose, and I thought that was very powerful. A huge statement when you see all these different organizations together for, for Gender Blur. I think that was, right. that was just 
awesome. We had great performers. We had a lot of good silent auction numbers there. And then actually the Imperial newscaster, Mike Evans, was uh, won, a, won a raffle there where he, he got his face transformed. And we had uh, Patty McGroin in an hour. She transformed him and put him in drag or had, had the gender blur. And so it was amazing. He had his, his red beard full of glitter. And uh, yeah, it was kind of interesting to see that transformation. But I want to bring up a topic about that uh, and, and it was really interesting as he was in, in face but he uh-huh. wasn't in complete drag he noticed the difference in the community when he was out there in face how somebody treated him versus him being uh, without face and as a male so he, oh he, my he, god yeah I could talk about that forever girl. yeah well t- I, I actually wanted I wish he was on the show because I wanted him to bring that subject up because I thought it was a good message that we shouldn't treat anybody differently just oh, because it hap- girl it happens all the time Tell it us about all the time. I mean, I've... Pre-transition, before I transitioned and I was just a drag queen, whenever I'd walk around the Castro, like, I would almost be treated like I don't even belong there. Mm-hmm. But whenever I would come out and drag, all you hear is, yes, queen, yes, mama, girl, yes, you work, everything. And it's just like, how are you going to sit here and praise me one way because I'm here to entertain you, but you can't just appreciate me for being myself? There's a problem with that? Girl, bye. Yeah. Yeah, so. I think this is a good set. I mean, a good topic to try to, to bring up right now because it was just this. We actually had a big conversation about it. He's like, "Yeah, this is so. This is ridiculous." Right. Because he's like, "I'm a handsome man, and then I'm here now with with my face. I even recognize people that used to flirt with me, and then now they're just like kind of looking away. They're like embarrassed. Right. Exactly. And he's like, "Why are you embarrassed? I mean, like, why are you treating me differently?" Mm-hmm. And people didn't have a response. Or they're like, "Oh, I wasn't treating you different." Kiss he, my ass, bitch. Yeah, exactly. Tried it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I- I have to agree on that one too because whenever I go out in the Castro as a boy like all those people who don't talk to me at all like they just don't just ignore me in the corner of balance or whatever but when I go out in drag I get a different attention from the people which is kind of bizarre probably they don't recognize that that was me <laughs> with the beard and all that and they come out as a girl and that's just insane I mean we should treat everybody the same not differently you know yeah, which then, which then brings up another topic. I mean, I, I've done drag, in fact, on October 8th. It's Emperor's Night Out slash my birthday. And we're going to have a huge event starting at Bo for our monthly fundraiser. And then from there, we're going to head out and do a bus tour throughout the city, raising money for the cemetery fund that's taking place when we do our trip to see Mama Jose and to Emperor Norton, where wow. they're, both, they're both buried there. Cute. Yeah, and uh, in that instance, uh, what, was, what I was getting at was, was personas. So I, I was talking to a friend of mine who does drag and who's like been getting really well into the drag scene. And I was like, so tell me about this. Like when you're this character or when you're entertaining, you're a completely different person. But when you are out of that and you're, you're a man, I mean, you're a man still, right? But you're just in, in normal wear, like you're a complete change. Like what, what is it? And he was telling me, he says, when he was when he was a, when he's just out and normal without drag that he doesn't get the same attention that he does being in drag and then being getting that attention it also boosts his self confidence so it's kind of like a superhero it's it's kind of like a suit a coat of arms that he wears once he transforms into drag and I wondered if anybody had had heard about that or, or had seen individuals because I've seen. I, I mean, I don't. I didn't think that that was the case. But when he was talking about it, how it is this transformation on how one people treat you, but then also the attention and the desires from from different people in our community. I think you know. I think we kind of touched on this topic the last time both me and you were here. There's a, there's a strong femphobia in 
the gay community. I mean, if you're a feminine gay person in in our community, like, it's a struggle. You know, you don't fit that mask for mask, white, cis, gender, cis, you know, male passing, you Marcy, know, have you experienced that uh, femme discrimination? Uh, yeah, um, basically being flamboyant as a guy, never really as a girl because I'm, I guess, tougher. <laughs> I look tougher. I'm uh, more aggressive. Um, I don't put up with it. And, like, uh, one of the, the stereotypes is that, you know, um, drag queens are able to take care of themselves, which prevents people from talking to me wrong or uh, stuff like that. Um, I, if I'm a guy, I don't really pay attention, but it does make me a stronger person being in drag and gives me a lot more confidence, um, especially over the last 10 years of doing it, different situations. Uh, Michael, what's your experience with drag? <laughs> so I haven't done drag per se, but I have experienced a difference. I used to be a bigger guy. I used to be 350 pounds. And so, you know, as I lost the weight, I saw, you know, different people treating me differently, people coming up to talk to me. And then I reached a certain point to where it's like, oh, you're too pretty. I don't want to talk to you anymore. So it's like, it's this reverse, but I've been on both sides and all sides. And I totally hear what you guys are saying about that. Tweaker, we can drag him into bed. I wouldn't. I mean, for, I, although I did drag once, and so, my name was Salsa Caliente Sucia, and yeah. it was for. It was for HIV prevention. It was a mobile unit. It was back in San Diego, and I remember there were cars honking. There was people coming up trying to talk to me, and I was like, "Wow, I never had this before." So I totally get that, but I've only done it once that I'm that I'm admitting to. <laughs> got it, got it. Well, well did, you, did you shave your beard? Actually, yeah, I shaved my beard, but I didn't shave my legs. So I was just wearing hair, you know, I had hairy legs with pantyhose on. Half-assing. Uh. <laughs> I didn't tuck either. Half-assing, bro. I'm not even going to comment. Sa- Salvador, is your guest too on the telephone? It's, uh, that, well, they, that was one of them. Are you still there, Aram? Okay. Oh, she gone and hung up on you. Oh. She said bye, girl. Okay. <laughs> Y'all stop talking to me. Well, again, that was that was Aramaya, your imperial crown princess for the imperial court, and she was talking about she was talking about the event this Saturday. It's our fundraiser for the ULAF, uh, United Court of Love and Friendship. And uh, yeah, we're doing some, we're doing pretty awesome actually this year. We're doing raising a lot of money. We actually have the liquor booth this year at Folsom Street Fair, so that was that's pretty big event for us. Yeah, you're gonna get some cash. Oh yeah. What's that? Oh. Uh, that's just some <laughs> noise from the outside, ladies and gentlemen. We're in the mission, so there's always like a fight or something going yeah, on no. out there. Gunshots sometimes. <laughs> So why don't we take a short musical break? We're going to actually call Paris and talk to Majit Nielsen. Come on, Paris. Oh, wow. Is, isn't that sophisticated? You mean this 1980s phone call, Paris? We're, we're going to try. There <laughs> it is right there. We're going to see if it works. We <laughs> oui, oui. shall see. Uh, all right, so we'll be right back after the short uh, musical break uh, by Paul Revere and the Raiders. Fuck. Uh-huh. 
Ladies and gentlemen, House of Pride Radio Indian Reservation. Yes, that's a serious topic. We got to talk more about that later. But right now, we're connected live. From All the way to Paris, girl. That's Paris, France, not Paris, Texas. <laughs> girl. Bonjour, everyone. Bonjour. Come on, I'm good. It's so hot out here. It's hella hot out here too, girl. So. I can't believe we're talking to Majid Nelson in Paris. What in the world? What's going girl, on? So what's going at on? Three, what brings you out at there? 3:50 a.m. <laughs> oh, <it's laughs> wow. Good morning. <laughs> well, me and MC2 decided to go to the clubs, to the gay clubs, and we met up with Genitalia and Mitch. I'll tell everyone I said hi. I miss all of them so much. <laughs> I know. They'll be back in the city. They're going to London for their um, full some week. Or full yeah, they were there again. for their anniversary or something, right? Yeah. That was so cute. What? It was good seeing mm-hmm. them. We got to hang out with them for a while. You have to tell MC2 and we said we- hello. MC2, Tweeka, and Pearl T says hi. He says, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Majid, tell us uh, what the difference between going out to a gay club in Paris is as opposed to San Francisco. So, girl, you'll be up at 3.50, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, the difference, like the couple ones that we went to, um, they have, like, I, I don't know if you guys seen my videos, but they have a guy that actually takes a shower. And he actually shows a lot of his body. And, like, at the second time he came out into the shower, he showed his full penis. And that was interesting. Oh, you don't see that in San Francisco that much in the shower. <laughs> Those um, French, they, they're uninhibited. Go, when get, yeah. When you get into the club, they actually lock it. So when you go in, you have to wait for the light to be green. And both of the doors have to be closed. There's two doors. One from the inside to the outside, and then one to the actual club. So you actually have to wait. Sign of the times. Both doors are closed to open one or close the other. Wow. Yeah. Do you have to go through a metal detector or anything like that before you get in? Um, they do wand you when you come through. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Is there like a smoking area or something for those smokers? <laughs> I mean, how, what if you want ventilation? <laughs> there is. Tonight, the club that we were in, um, me and. Uh, Sergio went downstairs to their smoking room, but it felt like a dungeon because, like, there was no ventilation, no heat. No oh, Pearl, that's not for you. It was 
so hot. So why are you yeah. guys in Paris? Are you on a vacation? We just came to hang out, came to vacation. You know, it's been a lot of fun. You know, I just came to Paris to hang out, girl. Girl, I go to uh, I go to Walnut Creek on my vacation. <laughs> And in my spare time, I'm campaigning also for another title there. <laughs> I live. I'm, I'm, I'm campaigning for another title here in Paris. Wow. Tell us what that title is. <laughs> no, there's no title. <laughs> now, I saw some really no, great no... photos of you, Majit, uh, at, at the Eiffel Tower. That, that was pretty impressive. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. The Eiffel Tower was so much fun. And well, the first day we got here, it was foggy and rainy. So we actually went to the Eiffel Tower and it was foggy, but we went up anyways because there was not really a line. We stood probably a line maybe 15 minutes. <laughs> so okay. we were like, we're going to do it anyway. But it was good because you could still see it. I have pictures on my camera. Oh, yeah, that live feed was pretty video. amazing. Yeah. Now, what other, um, what, what other things have you done on your itinerary there in Paris? Um, let's see, we went to the Louvre. The Louvre was really fun. Long, long, and a lot of walking. That place is huge. Seen the Mona Lisa. Mm -hmm. uh, we took a boat cruise on the scene. Oh, the same, that's my speed. Uh, um, I grabbed the way from oh, my biggest photo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm in the mood for love. I've got to get Pearl Tees on the horn blowers. You're right. I will. I'll, I'll, I'll be more serious uh, about the that. The horn blowers are fun. Has anybody had sex with a French man yet? That's what I want to know, girl. Yeah. No, actually, neither one of us. Actually, tonight we were trying to go to the sex club with Genitalia and Mitch, and because I'm a girl, they wouldn't let me in. Oh, wow. French shade. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> you should have just told them to feel your nuts. <laughs> I know. That's what Genitalia was saying. Why don't you just tell them you're a boy? I said, yeah, and then they're going to ask see my penis and then what am I going to do <laughs> <laughs> it's inverted I'm sorry uh, <laughs> well have you picked up any um, French words that you'll take back with you to girl, San Francisco French words? I want to know about the food girl what have you been eating out there <laughs> oh my god the food was amazing today I actually had ravioli spinach raviolis Yum. with parmesan cheese on top and I don't like parmesan cheese what and so today when we got the raviolis I was eating the cheese and everything I was like oh my god this is so good so I asked the waiter, I said, what kind of cheese is this? He's like, it's Parmesan. I was like, really? I was like, this is really good. I don't like this at home, but this is really good. <laughs> oh. so, yeah, it's really a difference for me. I don't know why, but it's really good. The raviolis were really good. That's awesome. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny, Tweeka. So when you were gone, like mm -hmm. the whole conversations were about dick and booze, and now it's about oh. dick and food. I mean, this is a progression here. That's because Tweeka's back. Right? Like, food, food's a big part of my life. <laughs> now, Majit, yeah, so I... You have a you have something coming up here, I believe. I saw a flyer there from uh, uh, your campaign manager on on Monday. Actually, tell us about it. Yes. So I have a uh, fundraiser on September 11th mm -hmm. uh, from four to seven at the Midnight Sun, and the fundraiser is for the Benevolent Fund, which is a fund put together for um, council members or title holders of the ducal court in case they were to get ill or there was an emergency they can um request some funds to help them pay for bills etc and so my fundraiser this saturday or this sunday is going to be going towards that and it's going to be ten dollar beer bus 
a raffle, which I have two tickets to Darcy's show that's showing on now. It's called Disastrous, which is really funny. If you haven't seen it, you want to go. And um, I have a massage that I'm giving away on the raffle oh, and jello right. shots and a drug show. All right, you and guys. It's an so open show as well. You guys go and check that out this Sunday at the Midnight Sun, which is at 4067 <laughs> 18th Street, right at Castro and Come on. Come and get it, folks. Yeah, well, I'm telling you that Kylie's really good as a campaign manager. I told her that I'd be in D.C. this week, and so she says, you got $20? You can start the, You can start donating now. And so you already have $20 started from me. Nice. Thank you, Salvador, so much. Sure, sure. I believe in, I believe in you and, and what you're doing. So it, it takes a lot to be running for a position like this, and, and uh, good luck when, for voting. Tell people about the voting as well. Well, I think you're going to tell us in person next Wednesday, too. Is that right? Yes, I will. I will be on the radio show on next Wednesday. Well, then we'll Sweet. see you next week, Bo. I think yeah. all the candidates are coming, guys. I think we have Majid, we have um, Kobe Michaels, and we have um, Peter Griggs. Peter Griggs, yeah. Oh, all three candidates right here on House of Pride right. Radio. Well, that'll be fair. We should come with our questions for them. Yes, like, let's be prepared like, this time. Yes. <laughs> you guys are professional radio personalities. We're trying. <laughs> um, does Michael want to come on and say a few words, or is he in the Michael, shower? do you want to say hi? Here, let me put you on speaker. Do it naked, Michael. We're just going to fantasize. I always encourage that. <laughs> okay. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? I know, it's so early there. It's, we're, we're so disoriented with time. I was just coming talking with Hakmina. It was like, oh, it's only 6.30. <laughs> I know. It's like 7 o'clock here. Ugh. Yeah, but we wish we were in Paris. So I'm living through you, Mike. How's your vacation been? Uh, it's good. Did you see our, our, our go-go dancing pose? We'll have to. I clearly haven't seen it. You guys got to go check out DJMC2's Facebook. Because clearly they're posting some nasty things. Yes, go now to Facebook. It's all That's over. The PG version. We got the nasty stuff. We can't post I just sent it to Hagrida. It's like, oh my god! And Y'all are gonna get reported. <laughs> <laughs> I like the I'm video. I'm sorry. Oh, never mind. Really cool. X may that. You, okay, you gotta put that edit in post. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, we're going to, Michael and Majid, we're going to let you go because we know we're burning up your, your international yeah, minutes, girl. <laughs> she, has, she has unlimited minutes. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, Michael, come on, come on over if you have the time. I know you're super busy, but if you're free, come on down to House of Pride Radio with Majid and the other candidates. All right, bye, ladies. Nice speaking with you guys. Bye. bye. Have fun. Bye. Safe travels. Safe travels, guys. Oh, wow. Oh, I feel so, like, international and, you know, uh, sophisticated. you are, Blanche. You are international. <laughs> Come on. Look at all your hits that are out now. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Anyway. She don't talk about herself, but we get to talk about her. Well, so. we're going to do an hour show tonight, like, short and sweet, Pearl. Right. So, you guys, that's my favorite part of the show. <laughs> yes, it's called... Final Thoughts. Final Thoughts. Who wants to go first? Salvador. 
I will. So I will be out this weekend at the DC Coronation. So totes to my brothers and sisters out there. But while the Emperor's away, his daughter will play, and that was Era Maya, your ICP, who will be out at Bow hosting our our monthly fundraiser with Alexis Miranda. The the theme of it is a fiesta theme there. But one thought that I wanted to leave everybody with is continue to make a difference out there. We heard a lot of, of things and trials and tribulations that people go through, but it's that one moment where you just go out and make a difference whether it's make, smiling at someone or just um, giving somebody something just because you want to go out there and make a difference and see the, see the changes it makes all right uh, I, 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 Marcy? Th- go ahead Marcy uh, come on come on to the mic no, honey no pipeline in North Dakota all right. All right. And I'll, I'll just go follow that, bro. I'll just say, uh, yeah, my thoughts are with the folk, good folks of North Dakota They're, as they struggle. Of course, it's sort of like the small guys against the big guys. Uh, but and in some of the videos, they've won the first round. Hopefully, it'll lead to something where both of them can, you know, work it out together. You know, an alternative plan. Yeah. Uh, Michael? Michael? Final thoughts? Oh, if you'd like to get a hold of me, you can look me up. Uh, ah. 360.ucsf.edu. Or you can find me, uh, my phone number, 415-353-3496. I, I have, um, I have a, a, a side thought. Do you have a boyfriend? Uh, girl, uh, <laughs> you are so... <laughs> side plot. Side it depends point. on the time of the day. Uh, I can't. So the next question, what bar are you going to? I can't. <laughs> I can't. Just follow my, my trail. Uh, we'll just follow you. All right. Right. Now it's your turn for the drum roll. All right, you guys. So you guys can catch me performing this weekend. I believe I'll be at Bo on Saturday for a small little fundraiser. Well, it's actually not going to be a small fundraiser. There's going to be a lot of cool people there. I think Sister Roma's going to be there. Mm. But it's for Sable Jones. That'll be fun. It's a fundraiser for Sable Jones. Yeah, I, I well, that she's doing. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but then you could just catch me at Balance Bar for for Femme Brunch on Sunday at twenty five sixty five Mission Street. And folks, um, that's a great brunch, by the way. It's they a should, wonderful yeah. brunch. You guys should, uh, make, should make reservations at balancewarsf.com. Um, but as always, tune in every Wednesday to House of Pride Radio at MutinyRadio.fm. Yes, girl. And are you still doing the show with Poyle? Yes, ma'am. What? And that's on what day is that? That is whenever we post it, which is usually... <laughs> <laughs> whenever. Just it's out there. <laughs> right. It's usually posted early in the morning on, morning on Wednesday. You guys usually can check it out on either me or Poyo's Facebook pages or Twitter or the radio Facebook page at Cardiffel Radio. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, folks, tune in next Wednesday. How's a Pride Radio? We're back with our, I guess, Amelia will be here, too. So it's yeah, a fabulous. power of four. Full house. Yes. Yeah, full house. Uh, and we have the fabulous candidates coming on. Who do you have coming Salvador? Uh, I have some of the emperors coming to talk about their coronations that are coming through and to talk about the history that we're going to do at the AIDS Memorial Grove. Fabulous. And uh, so we want to invite you, Michael Rodriguez and Marcy, back anytime. We love have meeting you and uh, Marcy, we always love having you. So folks, have a great evening live from San Francisco. It's the House Surprise Show. We'll see you next week. Good night. Bye-bye. <laughs>
stories on the values of progressive FM radio, when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment, where both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds. an underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. It's Wednesday. It's high noon. It's time for the AltaCast here on Mutiny Radio. I am not joined by my regular co-host, LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth Win, the lovely, the amazing, the intelligent. She is not with us today. She is at some crazy meeting. I am, however, joined by a young friend of mine who doesn't want to be on the radio, but... She did help me plan for this show today. It's going to be a truncated, truncated AltaCast. What are we going to listen to? We're going to listen to the music that she chose. She chose some really great music and some really terrible music because she's 10, and that's what they do. Uh, but she does have pretty good taste in music. Uh, it's, it's not her fault that pop music is the way it is. Uh, she's in the performance space right now with headphones on, so she can't hear me. She's watching Dance Moms which I wish I could get her to come in and talk about because, wow, what a depressing show. Uh, I was really lucky that my mom wasn't one of those kind of dance moms that, you know, push, push the kids. It is a horrific show uh, where these women who are talentless except for pushing babies out uh, have really talented babies. And then they push them and make them cry all the time. And then the moms cry. There's no dads anywhere. Everyone's crying. Nobody's good enough. And the lady who runs the whole thing, this Abby woman, she is enormous. And these little skinny, tiny little girls are flipping around in the air and dancing. And she yells at them. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know why she loves it, but she loves it. So there we are. So today at the AltaCast, we're going to play a lot of music. Thanks to my uh, friend who chose it. I'm not going to say names or anything, but if you are a fan of my comedy, I mention her name in one of my jokes, so you would know that. Uh, but yeah, hanging out today, good times. We're going to go to Putt-Putt later. We're going to go to Urban Putt. I'm very excited. All right, let's start it up. Let's kick it up with the music. Uh, we're going to start with uh, a good song. 
that uh, she chose. This is the Car Wash song. You might remember it from the 70s because that time was rad. And uh, the Rose, Rose Royce Greatest Hits Car Wash song here on Mutiny Radio. at the car wash thanks to my friend who chose all the music today uh, actually there's one song that she didn't choose that I chose by Cool in the Gang just because it reminded me of the the car wash song reminded me of Cool in the Gang also Jungle Boogie is a great song and I oftentimes when I'm hanging out with another friend of mine Jude I make up a song and it goes we want the bus gotta get that bus Oh, we need the bus 
and it's, I think it's the Jungle Boogie song, but I'm not sure. Okay, so here's some more music that my friend chose, uh, and this is a person I've never heard of. She has introduced me now to some pop music that I've never heard of this person's name. Like, I know who Katy Perry is, obviously, and I know who Lady Gaga is or whatever. Uh, but this is Rachel Platten. Never, never heard of it before. So we're gonna we're gonna listen to the fight song, and I have a feeling that it is really, really poppy. Um, but you know what? Young people like pop music, and and I don't know if there's there's not necessarily anything wrong with that. When I was uh, her age, I listened to Cyndi Lauper, although it's that's still really good. I listened to a lot of Madonna, which I'm not very proud of, um, and 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 Michael Jackson, although. Uh, you know, the off-the-wall CD from Michael Jackson from 1978 was great, um, but and some say Thriller is a great, I mean, it was pop music. All right, here we go. Here's today's pop music. This is Rachel Platten Fight Song. Like a small boat on the ocean, sending big waves.
got a fire left in me. That was Rachel Platt, and uh, do you feel inspired now? Do you feel, you should feel, that's like that inspirational kind of pop music stuff. You know, now it's gonna be in my head. But I can't sing that high. I can't even pretend to. This is, I'd have to belt it and it would be in a lower key, it would be dumb. Uh, All right, here's another Rachel Platten song that my friend did a dance to. Uh, She goes to the um, Mission Dance studio thing it's uh she dances on 24th street with her friends she does hip-hop she's a very talented dancer she often tries to teach me how to dance uh we're gonna listen to another song later with the do the whip and the nene and i still can't do the dance and she has tried mercilessly to teach me how to do i still i'm tragically unhip i'm so unhip i thought kanye west was an airline All right, here is another Rachel Platten song, and maybe she'll do the dance for us in here, but it's radio, so you can't see. Uh, All right. More pop music, yeah!
Rachel Platten, stand by you. Uh, my almost 10-year-old friend got a little angry with me because I made a mistake. She didn't actually do a dance to that song. She sang that song at school for something else. I guess it would be difficult to do a dance to that song. It'd have to be very lyrical in nature, like a lyrical jazz, something of that. This is the song that she did a dance to. And this makes me happy because this is good music and this is music from my youth and that they're doing it now the youths the youths are listening to the music i like it uh instead of that um that pop stuff because and i think that all music has a place it, it is relatively inspirational that pop music i gotta tell you uh but what happens if you don't believe in heaven or hell does that does that song still make sense is it still a good song even if you can't, even if you don't believe in heaven. Uh, well, that was Rachel Platten. This here is JJ Fad, Supersonic. And uh, I remember when my friend told me that they were dancing to this song, and I was like, that's so cool. I, it's so cool. Here we go. Uh, JJ Fad with Supersonic here on MutinyRadio.fm. We're JJ Fat and we're here to rock. Times like ours can never be stopped. See, it's three of us and I know we're fresh. Party rockers, non-stoppers, and our names are deaf. See, the J is for just, the other for jamming. The F is for fresh, A and D, deaf. Behind the turntables is DJ Train. Mixing and scratching is the name of the game. Now, here's a little something about nosy people. It's not real hard, it's plain and simple, baby, baby D. Supersonic. Supersonic motivating rhymes are creating. Everybody knows the JJ Fads devastating. We know you like a girl, so you better get sterile. Cause we are the home chicks that are rocking your world. Supersonic. Supersonic. Supersonic is a word when people stop to listen. Especially bigger people, they pay close attention. You might not believe it. You might not even buy it. But when it comes to our lady, you might even try it. Supersonic. Supersonic. Now all you supersonic people try to write or rhyme. You may think that you are deaf, but you're way behind. So you better listen good to what we have to say. JJ Fad, you can't get no play. Supersonic. Supersonic. Now he's the freshest DJ. From coast to coast, my man can cut and scrap. But I don't mean to vote. He may be a little light, but that's okay. Cause when he cuts to the beat, it sounds this way. Hit it. Supersonic. Supersonic. Uh, 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 yeah, it's finally my turn to rock 
so bionic. Don't listen too hard, don't be supersonic. 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 You see, the S is for super and the U is for unique. The P is for perfection and you know that we are freaks. The E is for exotic and the R is for raps. So tell those nosy people just to stay the hell back. Supersonic. Them big everlasting ears. Supersonic. They can hear what I say fast than I can say. Supersonic. They better chill. Rock, rock. It's like, it's like supersonic. You ran out of words. Hit it, baby D. I'm like skinny dim. Should I know what's in the intended? That's right, cause they'll fake a ticket, man. And you made them arms up and arms tapping. Everybody say I'm happy. If you try to hang with me, you should find it true. I'm always rocking, never stopping, devastating. Rock the lady when I'm on the microphone to see the authenticity. Figure is a difference. Everybody say I'm different. There's no other angel lover. Everybody know I'm covered. Climb down. That's it. That was Supersonic by JJ Fad, and my friend did her dance for me. She had a big solo, very exciting. Our next song is by, it, it's a sad, sad pop song for me. It, it, it hurts me deeply because it's uh, Watch Me, the whip and the nene with Silento, in which he's not silent at all because he keep saying this watch me watch me and it made me so sad because it makes me think about like all the kids now with their selfies and their selfie sticks and their instagrams and their vines and i don't even know what they're but it's all watch me watch me watch me look at me look at me which is great i mean i think that expressing yourself is, is lovely but uh this this is a dance she tried to teach me and i just i never picked it up you know what i mean uh this is this is what I think is wrong with our society. This is watch me the whip in the nene. <laughs> Watch me, Nene. Why me do it? Now watch me, Will. Watch me, Nene. Why me do it? Now watch me, Will. Watch me, Nene. Why me do it? Now watch me, Will. Watch me, Nene. Why me do it? Now watch me, Will. Watch me
Watch me nay nay. Okay. Now watch me whip, whip. Watch me nay nay. Watch me, watch me, watch me. Those are the new dance moves. Well, not new, from 2015. I'm so behind the times. Uh, but I, I, the only one I think I could do out of that group was the bop. That's the only one. But my friend was still shaking her head going, no, no, it's not. That's not how you do it. I am, uh, I'm tragically unhip. I don't, uh, I don't get the new dance moves. I still, though, I mean... I used to dance, I used to love the Fly Girls, and I still can do that. Um, there's this one dance move, the, uh, it's this Fly Girl slide thing that I can still do. And I can still put my leg up in the air with my thing in hand, you know. Anyways, I can still do, I can still do a couple of things. The, uh, the next song we have here is uh, a great song from the 70s. It's one of my favorite. We just have to wash some of that pop music out of our out of our ears for a second <laughs> if you guys are still joining us on the altcast i'm your host pam benjamin hanging out with you on mutinyradio.fm again it's a truncated version of the show today uh it's going to be shorter than an hour uh and we're going to get out of here because we're going to go putt putt which is super fun and my friend's probably going to kick my butt because i am not astute in the ways of putt putt uh it is fun to play though and um Gosh, I like it 50,000 times better than bowling. Oy, I don't like bowling. I never have had fun bowling. And people say, oh, well, you just got to go and have fun. You just got to do it. I just don't like playing games where I am so unsuccessful. Uh, Putt-putt, I think everyone has a, has a pretty good chance. But the bowling, man, ugh. And then it's just so embarrassing when they break out those little bumpers, you know, for the kids. And I'm sitting there trying to, people are laughing at me. It's okay. I just like it when they laugh at my, my jokes that I mean to be making. All right. This is Cool in the Gang, Jungle Boogie, uh, one of my favorite songs of all time. Get down, get down.
was Jungle Boogie by Cool and the Gang. Good stuff. Real music. I, I was dancing. Uh, and this this is also, I, I shouldn't be so down on pop music. I mean, it, again, it has its place. Uh, this is Kelly Clarkson uh, with her song Stronger. And Kelly Clarkson, well, she was the first winner of American Idol. Was that it? And now she's uh, super famous and uh, has that that, that lovely voice, pop music. We'll see. We'll see what happens to all these people in the future if they continue uh, on their trajectory or if they get a little bit more uh, artsy with their music. Although you know, Prince was artsy and he was he was he did pop music too. So Prince, yeah, that guy who died. It was very sad. Uh, Kelly Clarkson, stronger. Here we go. Uh, Mutiny Radio. Last, last. 
speaking the truth, Kelly Clarkson. Doesn't mean I'm lonely when I'm alone. Uh, lovely words there from Kelly Clarkson here on the AltaCast on mutinyradio.fm in .sf. Uh, this is the AltaCast. I'm going to do a little tiny bit of news, and then we're going to get out of here because we got some putt-putt to do. We got some So this is... Um, they came out with some s- stupid study and saying all the things that you shouldn't eat and why it's terrible. So, wheat bread. What? Right? Whole wheat bread. This is a problem. Modern wheat is nothing like the grain your grandmother or grandmother or grandmother consumed. Today, wheat barely resembles its original form, thanks to an extensive genetic manipulation during the 1960s and 70s, to increase the grain's yield. Uh, so... They're saying that uh, modern-day wheat is triggering all sorts of health problems, everything from digestive diseases like celiac and inflammatory bowel disease to acid reflux, obesity, asthma, and skin disorders. If there's a food that yields extravagant, extraordinary, and unexpected benefits when avoided, it's bread. And I don't mean white bread. I mean all bread. White, whole wheat, whole grain, sprouted, organic, French, Italian, fresh, day-old, all of it. I love bread. I don't know what I'd do about it. Uh, try eliminating wheat altogether from your diet for a few weeks and see if you note health improvements, but be prepared for the wheat withdrawal syndrome of nausea, headache, fatigue, and depression, and a host of other strange side effects that going grain-free during your first week-free wheat. There are opiates that develop from the gelatin protein of wheat, and once you go through the process, you'll feel better, maybe more better than you have in years. Wow. Uh, non-dairy creamer, I know this. Non-dairy creamer is disgusting. Uh, what's the problem with it? Uh, the health benefits of coffee are pretty impressive, so don't go throwing them away by splashing non-dairy creamer in your morning, Joe. Fake creamers are full of hard-to-pronounce ingredients, including liver-damaging high-fructose corn syrup, inflammatory hydrogenated oils that would never exist in nature, and artificial flavors. Drink your coffee black and use organic grass-fed cow cream. There you go. Uh, next, grape jelly. I find grape jelly gross, but they're saying it's terrible for you. Conquered grapes are delicious and one of the few fruits native to North America, but it's the way most of us taste them in the form of high fructose corn syrup laden jelly. Even though it's given away for free like ketchup in plastic packets, it's basically a jelly textured candy loaded with ver- various forms of sugar, artificial colors, and flavors. So, uh, opt for real fruit, honey, or apple butter. Yeah. I don't like grape jelly. I think it's gross. Uh, diet soda. Okay, I think that diet soda is the reason that I have kidney stones now. I think that drinking Diet Coke in my 20s was bad. Um, Dr. Elias says stay away from any diet soda and foods, sugar-free candies, and gum containing artificial sweeteners such such as sucralose, aspartame, asulfenamate, K, and neotame, among others. The safety data on these sweeteners is shrouded in controversy and conflicts conflicts of interest with manufacturers of these chemical compounds. Independent research strongly suggests that when metabolized in the body, these sweeteners cause health-related issues and problems related to metabolism and weight gain. Neurological diseases, joint pain, digestive problems, headaches, depression, inflammatory bowel disease, chemical toxicity, and cancer, among others. Uh, Flavored water, everybody. Water with lemon. Canned tomatoes? These can't be bad. 
the problem. The resin linings of tin cans contain biosphenol A or BPA, a synthetic estrogen that has been linked to ailments ranging from reproductive problems to heart disease, diabetes, and obesity. Studies show that BPA in most people's bodies exceeds the amount uh, that suppresses sperm production or causes chromosomal damage to the eggs of animals. You can get 50 micrograms of BPA per liter out of a tomato can, and that level is going to impact people, particularly the young. I won't go near canned tomatoes. Wow. So they're saying look for tomatoes in boxes like uh, Eden Organic is a brand. Wow. Sprouts? We're supposed to avoid sprouts? Sprouts have been the source of uh, so many major food recalls that they're really not worth the risk, Powell says. Be they bean or broccoli, alfalfa or pea, sprouts have been at the center of at least 55 outbreaks of foodborne illnesses, affecting more than 15,000 people over the last 20 years. Often sprouts harbor salmonella, E. coli, or listeria. They're vulnerable to contamination because the seeds require moist, warm conditions in order to sprout. Uh, I like sprouts, but I guess they would go bad pretty quickly. Chicken wings. Don't eat chicken wings. A single chicken wing has 81 calories and 5 grams of fat. Given that most people don't eat just one, a lone, chicken, uh, a lone feast of chicken wings could easily exceed 1,000 calories and 50 grams of fat. Nearly two or three days worth of fat. Wow. I love chicken wings. Non-organic strawberries. The problem, while filming Food Inc., Krenner says he wanted to film strawberry farmers applying pesticides to their fields. The workers wear these suits to protect themselves from the dozens and dozens of known dangerous pesticides applied to strawberries, he said. And when I saw this, I thought to myself, if this is how berries are grown, I don't want to eat them anymore. And I haven't been able to eat a non-organic strawberry ever since. Uh, wow. So, uh, pesticide-free. Butter-flavored popcorn. Yeah, ugh. Di- diacetyl is used in a lot of fake butter flavorings, despite the fact that the chemical is so harmful to factory workers, it's known to cause occupational disease ca- called popcorn lung. Wow. Uh, so don't use fake butter. Non-organic green beans. Okay, same thing. Uh, eat organic. Farmed salmon. This is interesting. Uh, farmed salmon is salmon that they... They farm it now, and they, it's called aquaculture. Fish is naturally low in saturated fats, and some types like salmon are also high on omega-3 fat, reducing the risk of stroke and heart attack and inflammation throughout the body. While Americans need to eat more seafood and less red meat, some fish, such as farmed salmon, are contaminated with carcinogenic chemicals such as PCBs, polychlorinated biphenyls, pesticides including deodorin and toxaphene, and antibiotics. And unlike wild salmon, farmed salmon are fed a mixture of other fish ground into fish meal and fish oil. Ugh. Uh, Margarine, don't eat it. Duh. I think we know that one. Don't eat margarine. Eat butter if you're going to eat it. Uh, Gummy vitamins. (gasps) The problem. Vitamins in the form of candy sounds like a dream to parents of picky eaters. Too bad is too good to be true. Each serving is about 15 calories and, well, two or three grams of sugar a day, often corn syrup, doesn't seem like much. Dr. Moyad points out that this translates to nearly six cups of sugar a year. Not to mention gummies contain artificial food dyes and can contain a laundry list of other problematic ingredients. Many contain gluten, and some also contain corn syrup, carmine, and pre-gelatinized cornstarch. Oh, instant noodles. I love ramen. It's saying don't eat ramen. 
This frat house staple contains ingredients like MSG that can actually trigger not just excessive food cravings, but painful migraines, too. Uh, all my favorite things. Fast food. Duh. Don't eat fast food, dummies. Like, you need someone to tell you that. Non-organic corn. That makes sense. Artificial sweeteners. Gonna kill you. Processed honey. Refined honey is among the most insidious sweeteners of all time, said Dr. Mullen. The pasteurization process eliminates the health properties of honey, essentially turning into just another form of sugar. Uh, agave. They're saying agave's bad? Wow. Table salt. Yeah, use fleur de sel. Don't use table salt. Food dyes. Yes, don't eat food dyes. Red dye number three causes cancer in lab rats. Yellow number five and six may contain cancer-causing contaminants. This is really sad. They think we're all going to die. Charred meat. Don't eat that. Uh, the two most associated with charring are HCA, 